Well, playing with my son blows me away. I never thought I would have members of my family be musicians. You know, it's like every parent. You know, you never want your kids to do what you do because you think they can do better. But my son plays the drums, and my youngest son is a heck of a bass player. So God said, I'm going to give you two children who are musicians. And I used to have a band with them called Two Kids and a Blind Guy. <laughs> From NPR and Futuro Media, it's Latino USA. I'm Maria Hinojosa. Today, a portrait of Jose Feliciano. When I first met Jose Feliciano, it was the year 1986. It was a concert of his in Southern California, and I was doing my first ever interview with him. Now, at that time, Jose Feliciano was one of the most famous Latinos that I had ever met. And what I remember the most was that he wasn't afraid to be himself. He was eccentric and a true bohemian artist that was truly one incredible guitarist. Girl, we couldn't get my child. Come on, baby, light my fire. Come on, darling, light my fire. And that air of confidence translates musically to everything Jose touches. And if this is the first time you've heard of Jose Feliciano and you're not sure you know him, well, listen to this. Feliz Navidad. Feliz Navidad. Feliz Navidad. That's Jose Feliciano's mega 1970 Christmas hit, Feliz Navidad, one of the all-time most famous Christmas songs in the world. But with a career that spans almost six decades, Jose's major milestones have come from him putting his own personal stamp, a mix of soul, folk, Latin, and blues, on well-known songs. Whether that's Boleros of the Past... Or classic rock songs. And even the Star Spangled Banner. Here's his iconic performance from a World Series game in 1968. That may sound like an average game day performance, but it was a risk that then 23-year-old Jose took during the height of the Vietnam War. With his soulful rendition, Jose opened the door for other artists to perform the national anthem in their own unique ways. Jose was born in 1945 in Lares, Puerto Rico, and has been blind since birth. He was five years old when he and his family migrated to Spanish Harlem, and it was in New York City where he developed his love for music and crafted his skills on the guitar. 
In the 1960s, Jose went on to become an international sensation, especially in Latin America. And since then, he's performed on famed stages around the world. He's recorded over 60 albums and has won multiple Grammy Awards. This year, he released a new album titled Behind This Guitar. Jose Feliciano, now in his 70s, joined me in the studio to talk about how humor is one way he has of coping, about his almost 60-year career, and to talk about one of his favorite relationships, the one he has with his guitar. I'm wondering, Jose, when was the first time that you remember hearing the sound of the guitar? And and was it an instant? Was it just like, <gasps> Um, Yes, it was. You hit the nail on the head. How, how did you know? Did you live with me? <laughs> um, Wait, have you always... What? Are you just like... You just like telling jokes all the time? Is that it? Well, I'm sorry to say that has been my way of accepting the fact that I was blind, that I wasn't normal, uh, or what at least people around me thought normal should be. Because in a Latin family, if you have some kind of disability, they start thinking, oh my God, what's going to happen? Which happened to me. I remember hearing my parents discussing my future. Oh, poor Jose, what are we going to do about him? He can't see, he's blind. And I heard that, and I made up my mind right then and there that I was going to be different. When I was nine and I heard the guitar, I fell in love. It was like... It was like the most beautiful woman had come into my life. I had no teachers because I had no money. So I went to a place called the Lighthouse for the Blind in New York. And that's where I studied classical guitar with a great teacher by the name of Harold Morris. And Harold Morris was wonderful because not only did he play classical guitar, but he also played a little jazz and things like that. And we had great times together. So did the sound of the guitar, did the feeling of the guitar, did it feel like it would... It would be something that would bring you, I mean, calm, peace, liberation? Um, I would say calm, peace, liberation, and happiness. Mm. It wasn't that I was trying to use my guitar as a crutch. Mm. I just loved it. And then I thought to myself, here is something you can do, Jose, that nobody else around you can do, even my brothers. But, you know, I practiced. When I'd come home from school, the guitar was my interest. Let me ask you about when you, you're now a musician, you know, and you're doing, like, for example, the cover of Flight of the Bumblebee. Or La Malagueña. 
And this is when it's like, yeah, you become one with your guitar. What does that feel like, Jose? Well, when I played in the village, a lot of the guitar players that were playing there, I call strummers because they only bothered to learn enough to get around in the folk world and they didn't learn the rest of things on the guitar. So for me, when I played Malagueña, I did it with a certain amount of vengeance. Because I thought to myself, I'm going to play something that none of you can play. So, Jose, you've always had this really beautiful knack for taking a song and completely making it into your own. You look for a genre that your parents listen to, for example, boleros. Yes. You hooked it up with blues and folk. Oh, my God, La Copa Rota. Yes. I was like, oh, my God, me muero aquí, I'm dying. <laughs> Aturdido y abrumado por la duda de los celos this notion of like kind of taking boleros and making it your music, why did you want to do it with La Copa Rota, mm. well, este, Poquita Fe? What I have to say might be too long for you. Okay, well then give us a short version. But I'm going to try. Una noche como un loco Mordió la copa de vino y le hizo un cortante filo que su boca destrozó y la sangre que brotaba confundióse con el vino y en la cantina este grito a todos estremeció. When I left home, I was only 18. And so I wanted to record a Spanish album that my parents would be proud of. Well, I did. My first album was Sombras, Una Voz y Una Guitarra. Dad introduced me to Argentinian music, which in the 50s, the tango was very popular. I even recorded one of the tangos that Carlos Gardel made famous, which was Volver. And Carlos was the Elvis Presley of Argentina. So I recorded my first Spanish album with my folks in mind. And when they released it in Argentina, the album took off. It was like Beatlemania. And you don't know what I went through as a blind person trying to run into a limousine. It was wonderful and funny at the same time.
Coming up on Latino USA, my conversation with Jose Feliciano continues. Stay with us. No te vayas. This message comes from NPR sponsor BetterHelp, a truly affordable online counseling service. Fill out a questionnaire online and get matched with a licensed counselor best suited to your mental health needs. Whether it's depression, anxiety, or trauma, BetterHelp will help you overcome what stands in the way of your happiness. Learn more at BetterHelp.com and get 10% off your first month with promo code LATINO. BetterHelp. Get help anytime, anywhere. What's good, y'all? As you know, February is Black History Month, and all throughout that month, NPR's Code Switch is going to be running a special series about the history of Black resistance. Because as long as Black folks have been oppressed in this country, which is, you know, forever, we've also been fighting back. Listen and subscribe. back. And when we left off, Jose Feliciano told us about his rise to fame in Latin America. Now we're going to jump right into another one of his famous covers. There's another cover that did huge as well, the Star Spangled Banner. This was 1968. Please, please rise and join in the singing of our national anthem, which will be played by Merle Alby's band and will be sung by Jose Feliciano. It's Game 5, the World Series in Detroit, and you begin to strum an acoustic guitar and sing. And then it becomes this huge controversy because you were taking the Star Spangled Banner and you know, saying, it's music, I'm going to play it my way. So take us back to that moment. In the Star-Spangled Banner, I decided not to have the band that they usually have accompany me. And the fellow who invited me, Ernie Harwell, didn't even know what I was going to do. So when I got introduced, I went into it, and... I had long hair then, I wore glasses, and I played the guitar, which the guitar was only appreciated in folk music, not in just regular music. I remember that I had worked on a different version of it, and then I decided, Jose, you have to tone it down. And I did. For the land and for the free. And I decided to do it in a soulful, 
gospel. And of course, at that time in 68, people were tired of things that were going on. And I got swept along with that. And I remember being told that people threw shoes and things at their television sets, including the war veterans. They weren't too happy. And as soon as that happened, radio stations stopped playing my records. What's kind of incredible is that you actually, in September of 2018, the Detroit Tigers invite you to come back to the field and perform the national anthem 50 years later. This performance stands out as one of the most memorable anthems in the history of sports. Initially met with some criticism, the performance of the Star Spangled Banner on that day is now recognized as helping pave the way for future performers to express their patriotism with their own artistic flair. Ladies and gentlemen, here to perform our national anthem, please welcome Jose Feliciano. This time, instead of the jeers, you were met with cheers. I was, and I almost cried because what a turnaround, you know? Jose. What a turnaround. And you end up donating that guitar that you used in 1968. I did, Maria. I said, I don't need this guitar anymore. It's nice to be in a museum. Uh, Not that I want it to be a relic, (laughs) although I enjoy mustard with relic. Um, (laughs) Okay, you need to stop. All right. So, Jose, your latest album, titled Behind This Guitar, was released on January 31st. I was able to listen to your new album. And then I was able to listen to your version of Fleetwood Mac and The Chain. And I was screaming! Oh, I love it so much. Well, thank you, darling. Um, I happen to be a huge Fleetwood Mac fan. I love Christine McVeigh. I love Stevie Nicks. I think she is super talented. I think Lindsey Buckingham is a great guitarist. And so, why not cover something that you love? And if you don't love me now, you'll never love me again. I can still hear you saying you would never break the chain. Thank you for keeping the 1970s and 80s so alive for everybody else also, Jose. Well, thank you. You know, I'm keeping it alive for me because, you know, one of the great things that happened, which I want to mention, during the Star Spangled Banner, the best thing that ever happened was when I met my wife, Susan. She started my fan club. And, you know, we love each other. I love her to death. I don't think I could have done any better. I love the towns, I love the crowds, love the way my life's turned out, the way it has. I want to say that I heard the title track to the album Behind This Guitar. Yes. And it really brings everything full circle. The name of the song, the lyrics, you know, you... It's all true. Rick Gerard was the culprit who had me do this song. He heard it three years ago or more, and he talked to the writers, and he said, listen, would you let me keep the song? Because I intend to have 
an artist recorded, and it was me he was thinking of. Behind this guitar, just a boy who had a dream in his heart. Behind this guitar, just a guy who didn't believe I'd get this far. And I cried when I was singing the lyrics because it's true. I used to sit up on my twin bed at night and practice chords. I was always interested in learning something new. Sitting on the edge of my twin bed, peeking till my fingers bled, and it got in my blood. And my mother would come into the bedroom and find me sleeping with my guitar in my arms. So all this is true and it hit home. From the age of nine till right here tonight, you might say I pretty much grew up behind this guitar. Behind this guitar, just a boy who had a dream in his heart. Behind this guitar, just a guy who didn't believe I'd get as I was reading uh, and thinking about our interview, I realized that, you know, in Mi Viejo San Juan, which is like, oh, my God, it's like the, you know, ode to Puerto Rico, Puerto Ricans, the island memories. You have performed this song for decades, and then you performed this song on The Tonight Show starring Jimmy Fallon. Me voy, pero un día volveré. And you brought the internet to tears. You re-released this song last year in order to raise money um, yes. for charity. You know, as you think about Puerto Rico, your island that has gone through so much, how do you still, after playing it so, I mean, do you still just get back to that? Oh, my God, I wish I was back on the island. It makes me cry when I when I sing kidding? it. I feel what the writer felt. My goal in my life is that, let's say, I hope it doesn't happen. I hope I, I'm with my wife forever. But... Let's say the day that my wife leaves this earth, I want to go live the rest of my life in Puerto Rico so I don't die, oh, let's say, goodness. in Connecticut. Wow. I, I want to die where I was born. And I don't want to do it right now as long as my wife is still alive, so you better stay living a long time, Susan. <laughs> I want to go back to Puerto Rico. That's my home, and I hate winter to begin with. <laughs> Jose Feliciano, thank you for joining me on Latino USA. We so appreciate all of your work. Thank you for having me.
Jose Feliciano is a Grammy Award-winning artist from Puerto Rico. His latest album, Behind This Guitar, is currently available for streaming. And, dear listeners, we have such a special treat for you now. After our interview, Jose played a live acoustic cover of a song that's dear to his heart. So here's a special treat from our Live from Latino USA series. We leave you with Jose Feliciano performing in Mi Viejo San Juan. En mi viejo San Juan, cuantos sueños forjé en mis años de infancia. Mi primera ilusión y mis cuitas de amor son recuerdos del alma Una tarde me fui Hacia extraña nación Pues lo quiso el destino Pero mi corazón Se quedó frente al mar En mi viejo San Juan Adiós, Borinquen querida. Adiós, mi diosa del mar. Me voy, pero un día. Volveré a soñar otra vez. Óyeme a buscar mi querer en mi viejo San Juan. To view the rest of Jose's live from Latino USA performance, visit our website, latinousa.org. This episode was produced by Janice Yamoka and edited by Sofia Palizacar. The Latino USA team includes Miguel Macias, Antonia Cerejido, and Alisa Escarce, with help from Ginny Montalvo and Joanne DeLuna. Our engineers are Stephanie LeBeau and Julia Caruso. Additional engineering this week by Leah Shaw. Our production manager is Natalia Fidelholz. Our digital editor is Amanda Alcantara. Our interns are Julia Inés Esparza and Julia Rocha. Special thanks this week to Altea Paiser, Beatrice White, and Petra Romero. And finally this week, we say goodbye to our senior editor, Fernanda Camarena, who's moving back to Texas to work at Texas Public Radio Newsroom in collaboration with NPR. Fernanda, thank you so much for all of your work at Latino USA, and thank you for all of the queso chihuahua and all of the laughs, and congratulations on this next opportunity for you. Our theme music was composed by Zenia Rubinos. If you like the music you heard on this episode, stop by latinousa.org and check out our weekly Spotify playlist. I'm your host and executive producer, Maria Hinojosa. Join us again on our next episode. And in the meantime, look for us on all of your social media. Ciao! Latino USA is made possible in part by California Endowment. Building a strong state by improving the health of all Californians. The John D. and Catherine T. MacArthur Foundation. And the Ford Foundation. 
working with visionaries on the front lines of social change worldwide. Vivir con la vida aferrada a un dulce recuerdo que lloro otra vez. Oh my God, I feel like I'm like, I'm like, oh my God, Jose Feliciano is like serenading me in my studio. <laughs> well, I am. <laughs> Life is good, I'm going to take it. I'm Maria Hinojosa. Next time on Latino USA, poet Jessica Salgado writes a lot about love, lust, and her body. On this Valentine's Day special, we speak with her about sexy fruits and situationships. And I'm like, if after this he doesn't want to marry me, <laughs> or at least hook up, like, I, there's nothing else I can do. Like, I've played my biggest card. That's next time on Latino USA. Latino USA.